Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle. Yes, another great, great day in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I am so happy to be with you guys on this week. Another blessed week. And if you are listening to me right now, you are blessed, not because you're listening to me, but because you, if you're hearing me, you are in the land of the living. And that is a reason to give the Lord some praise on today. Welcome to the show. This is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold, y'all. I am so blessed to be with you guys on this week. Uh, We have a very, very powerful, powerful show for you today. Uh, Man, we're going to be talking about don't leave here like you came. Don't leave here like you came. That is the title of today's topic on today. Um, What brought this topic on before we uh, go into this? Uh, the Lord was dealing with me on uh, not, uh, you know, as far as the uh, people that come to church. And he was dealing with me as far as people that come to church, visitors, guests, and even people that are in, uh, that have church homes. Uh, they come to church and they might come with problems and they might come with issues and they might come with uh, hurts and pains and uh, just the ways of life is weighing them down and they come to seek relief but they leave like they came and he even uh, the Lord even took me into uh, a part of eternity how we come into this world with sin in our life and then some leave here with sin in their life because they have their sins have not been remitted their sins have not been washed away they have not given their their life to the lord so they leave like they came and that's what we're going to talk about today this is this is the topic on today don't leave here like you came and we're going to talk about it we're going to uh uh, go deep. We're going to dive deep into this in Jesus name on this topic. Uh, I thank you for being a part of this podcast because this podcast is here for the people, not just the people of not just the people of God, but everybody. This 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 podcast shows no favoritism. You can be whatever color, creed, religion you are. But we are here to uplift and inspire people to do better in their life, to reach their summit of life in Jesus' name, to reach the highest peak of their life in Jesus' name. So uh, during the commercial break, go ahead, grab you something, uh, anything you might need or uh, grab you a soda or something. And then after that, come on back and listen to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show because we got a very, very dynamic show for you today. It is very, it's going to be some great information in here. So stay tuned as we bring you the topic on today. Don't leave here like you came right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. 
I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and I will see you after this commercial break. God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back live right here on the Summit Internet Radio podcast show. Man, 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 man. I, I, I'm feeling good down in my sanctified soul on today. Yes. Uh, we want to first, uh, before we dive into our topic on today, we want to first uh, thank each and every single one of our listeners from every city, every state, every country around the world. We are being heard around the world, y'all. And we are being heard in in, in cities uh, like California, uh, states like California, cities like San Diego. We're being heard in uh states like Washington uh, and and states like Arizona and cities like Phoenix. And so we, we, we love you guys. We love each and every person that, li- that listens to the summit. Encourage your friends to listen to the summit uh, every week. Uh, we also want to thank each and every person that listens around the world, each country that listens uh, to the summit internet radio podcast show. Um, I, I do want to say this before we get started. Um, I want to uh, give a special shout out to our sponsors uh, that help us out uh, to Snap Photography. God bless you. Um, and we and we love you guys over there. Um, my, uh, my friend, uh, Angelo Martinez, uh, we, we thank you guys for, for helping us out. Um, Snap Photography is a uh, photography company. Uh, they do editing, they do uh, videos, they do uh, photography, uh, they do uh, video shoots, video biographies, whatever you might need uh, as far as uh, uh, editing and things like that. Um, you can go to my Facebook page and look up Angelo Martinez. Um, and he can help you out if you're looking for uh, for uh, photography. He's, he's, he's the one that you need right now. He's the one that you need uh, to do your next wedding, to do your next event in Jesus' name. I know we're dealing with a pandemic, but uh, if you have an event, a small event, big event, uh, hit up my Facebook page and he will uh, help you out. Um, in Jesus name. We also want to show some love to uh, my my cousin, uh, Jermaine Wallace. Uh, He runs a mobile barbering service and he is, he has been in the city and state of Atlanta, Georgia. So he's traveling. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting, uh, he's giving cuts out of, out of the state of, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So you you know if you want to uh, him to come and cut your hair, man, he he, he, he travels, man. Uh, but uh, look up uh, Bobby Young. That's his uh, Facebook name. Look up Bobby Young. And uh, if you need a haircut, tell him Adam. Tell him Adam Tuggle sent you over uh, to him, and that you need a, a nice fade uh, for your kids. 
uh, for your uh, for yourself. Just tell uh, uh, Bobby Young, his name is Jermaine Wallace, but tell Jermaine Adam sent you in Jesus' name. Um, also, we want to give some, a special shout out to the Kingdom Cleaning Service, who, which is this company is ran by my very own big brother, Marquise Barber, um, and his uh, his lovely wife, Courtney Barber, uh, my sister-in-law. Um, they they make a very very powerful team together. Um, been knowing them all my life, uh, man. Uh, and there's so much I can say about my brother and my sister-in-law and their company. They do great quality work. If you're looking for cleaning needs, give them a call. Uh, make sure that you go to my Facebook page, look up Marquise Barber, and man, he will give you a uh, 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 great quality price uh, for great quality work in Jesus' name. Now, now that we got the preliminaries out of the way, we're getting ready to dive into this topic now, y'all. Now, the topic today is don't leave here like you came. This is what this is about. Don't leave here like you came. And you might ask the question, what do you mean by that? Don't leave here like I came. When you look at a person, whether they be male or female, everybody that comes into this world has to be born. Amen. Every person that is born in this world comes into this world in sin. You, me, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers, we've all come into this world in sin. We've all come into this world with problems and issues. We've all dealt with issues. We've all dealt with uh, the problems of life. But there is a time and a place where we must uh, go to the Lord. And we, as people, must make up our minds that we will not leave here like we came. Let me give you an example. Say you're going through a, a, a issue with depression or an issue with, with trying to figure out um, where your next meal is going to come from or how a bill is going to be paid. We sometimes, as people, us as people of God, some of us, we take our issues to the Lord and we we pray about it we seek the Lord about it we seek advice we seek our pastors we seek our loved ones and then we lay that petition on the altar and some of us we leave it there we don't think nothing else about it you know we don't doubt the Lord and all that stuff and then all of a sudden that prayer gets answered we're okay. Some of us, some will lay their petition on the altar before the Lord. We wait and we wait for the Lord to do what he said he's going to do because the Bible says he can, 
he would do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever ask or think. But we wait and we wait and we wait. And then once we 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 make up in our minds, okay, the Lord ain't the the, the Lord's not uh, moving fast enough. Then we start trying to do it ourselves, and we make a bigger mess than what we already had. That's why we leap. That's why we. Uh, that's why this topic is here. Don't leap here like you came. A lot of some people. I'm not gonna say a lot. Of, well, I will say a lot. A lot of people they do leave there. They leave their petition on the altar. They wait, they wait, they wait, they wait. Then they get tired of waiting. And then they spiritually, they go pick their petition back up that they laid on the altar. So they're leaving like they came. Sometimes when the call, uh, when an altar call is being made at church, and they're saying, do you want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? When they say, do you want to repent of your sins and be baptized and give up sin and live a holy, a holy life? And you see people, you, you, it's like, you know that people need salvation and they don't come. They leaving like they came. They came there looking for something in the, in the, they came there looking for something and the Lord had something for them and they didn't receive it. They left like they came. They still left burdened down. They still left overwhelmed after a couple of days. But at the end of the day, we have to learn and have to have the mindset that we will not leave here like we came. Some people, and this is why I say for eternity, uh, for spiritually, we leave here like we came because um, if a if a person uh, goes if a person in the natural is born they hear the call to salvation and we've taught on we've taught on salvation how to receive salvation they heard it 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 and they never answer to that call and then they end up dying a natural death and they have just now left here like they came. They came in the world in sin as a a baby sinner because of the bloodline of Adam. Every man that was born after Adam was born in sin. So they so they leave here like they came. They came in sin and they left in sin. And now they have no right to, to eternity in heaven. We see a lot of people doing this. And this is what we're talking about today. Don't leave here like you came. Make up in your mind, make a conscious decision that I will not leave here like I came. I will not leave here boggled down. I will not leave until I receive my blessing. Jacob is a good example. He wrestled with the angel until he got what he wanted. A great, another great example is in the book of Mark chapter five, verses 25 
through uh, 34. The woman with the issue of blood. She went to every, and this is what we do. This is, this is an example of what we do sometimes. We have issues going on in our life and we try to try to find other avenues to try to get rid, to try to find some relief. We try to find it in women. We try to find it in drinking. We try to find it in drugs. We try to find it in friends. We try to find it in our mothers and our fathers and our sisters and our brothers. And we try to find it in different areas. We try to find it in money and in cars and in fame and in all this stuff. Just like this woman with the issue of blood, she tried to find relief. She went to position after position after position, trying to find relief. But until she made the conscious decision, she heard of a man named Jesus coming through her town. And she made in her mind, she made up in her mind the conscious decision that even if I have to crawl to him, I'm going to get what I need to get my relief. I know where my I know where my relief lies in, so I'm going to go. I've been dealing with this issue. This woman dealt with this issue for 12 long years. You might be in a state where you've been dealing with issues time and time again. You've been dealing with them for years. You, maybe you've been dealing with them for months. Maybe you've been dealing with dealing with them for days, weeks. But it does not matter how long you've been dealing with them. It does not matter how many times the cause of salvation has been brought to your life. It is now time for us to make the conscious decision to say, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to let the Lord work this out for me. I'm going to take the gift that he has for me. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you cannot fly heavy. What do you mean? I can't fly heavy. What are, you, what are you talking about? At the end of your life, you cannot fly heavy. The Bible, and what I mean by that is, the Bible says, uh, lay aside every sin that so easily beset us. In this spiritual flight, we cannot fly heavy. We can't fly. We, what I mean by flying is uh, you can't go to heaven with all this with all this baggage on you. I can't go to heaven with all this baggage on me. But I have to fly light. I have to take off the garments of sin. I have to take off the garments and uh, the garments of the dirty garments of sin, of the dirty garments of, of anger, of the dirty garments of, of envy, of the dirty garments of hating somebody, of the dirty garments of uh, my, my dislike for people. I have to take off the garments of unforgiveness. I have to take off the garments of gossiping about people. I have to take off those garments. I have to take off those garments. I have to put on an attitude of gratitude. I have to put on the garments of thanksgiving. I have to put on the garment of praise. I have to take off the garments of woe is me. Uh-huh. 
I gotta, I gotta fly light. If you've ever flown before, and I'm gonna give this example, if you've ever flown before, if you've ever been on an airplane, we see a lot of people. We see some people, they, 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 they check their baggage. Mm-hmm. You cannot, you, you, you cannot, there's two things you cannot do on an airplane. There's two things you cannot do to enter that airplane. Number one, and, and, and I'm going to use my, my favorite airlines. Shout out to Southwest. I love, I love flying Southwest. I, I just went to uh, California to uh, go see my, my, my grandmother and my, and, uh, my, uh, my mother. And there, I, I, flew, I, I flew Southwest and how um, I had to prepare myself for this for this uh, journey, for this uh, air flight that I was getting ready to, to take. To, to fly from uh, Indianapolis to, Sandy, uh, to uh, San Diego. I had to prepare myself. It wasn't just a, a, a one day thing. I had to, I had to uh, check for flights. I had to make sure that the, that the price was right for the flight. I had to make sure that my kids and my children were okay. I had to make sure that, you know, I was prepared for, you, that I had a mask on, that I had hand sanitizer, all that stuff. I had to prepare because it was just me going, so I had to, I had to make sure that, that my wife and my children were okay. I couldn't just up and leave. It doesn't work that way. I had to prepare myself. And in, in, in the spiritual, we have to prepare ourselves for heaven. We can't go to heaven and still have stuff on us. We cannot go to heaven and still have the garments, the dirty spiritual garments uh, that we came into the world with. We must, we, look, let me, let me show you something. And I'm going to give this example. If you have an alt against your brother or your sister, or your mother or your father, if you ain't talked to your mother and father in 10, 15 years, I don't know. Or if you haven't talked to your brother, you need to get that right. Because time is of the essence now. We're living in the last days. Do you not know that time is of the essence? But the Bible says life is like a vapor. It appeareth for a little while. And then it vanishes away. But we must prepare ourselves. If you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, stay saved. If you ain't got saved yet, get saved now. Because the Lord is on his way back here. The Lord is on his way back. We see the signs of the times. We see the signs of the times. We see everything going on right now. But yet, we put it off. And, and, and people 
and I've done this and I'm and I'm a, I'm a, I've done this. So I'm not speaking about something I have not done. I've done it wrongfully as I shouldn't have. But we are we are a people that this generation and this era that we live in. It ain't just from this generation, this young generation. It's from past generations because all generations have done this. We procrastinate a lot. We procrastinate. We talk about what we're going to do. We talk about what we want to do. We're talking about, well, one day I'm going to give my life to God. One day I'm going to, how do you know that you'll even have one more day? How do you know that life is even worthy unto you? How do you know? How do you know that life, this thing, this precious thing called life that that we have, all the things that we've done, we're not even worthy of this of this precious thing called life because of everything we've done. But every day that you live, you have a, you have you have two things. You are obligated to do two things. You're obligated to praise the Lord every day. The Bible says, "Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord." Saint or sinner, it does not matter. You are obligated to give God praise. Number two. If you want to see heaven, you must do the steps of salvation. For if we do not, there is another place for us. And I'm just keeping it real. I'm I'm, I'm telling you, like the Bible says, and it goes for everybody. It goes for me. I'm not exempt. You're not exempt. Pastors are not exempt. Elders, deacons, prophets, the ones that you see uh, on the TV, the TV ministers are not exempt. If they do not have salvation, according to Acts 2 and 38, you might say, well, well, that's a little bit harsh. Don't you think? There's other ways. No, there's only but one way. There's only one. In Ephesians. In the book of Ephesians, there's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And that's it. You must make a choice. You must make that choice. I must make that choice. What are we going to do? Are we going to leave here like we came? Are we going to make a way? Because the Lord has already made a way of escape for us. Not just in the spiritual, not just to make it to heaven, but ways of escape to make it out of the overwhelming things that are going on with our lives. We have a way of escape. We have life in him. He said he came to give us life and that more abundantly. So that we may not have to deal with the issues of sin. We ain't got to do it. Look, when you are when you are in 
a prisoner to sin, don't you know you can't? If you don't receive salvation, if a person does not receive salvation, you are a prisoner to sin. You are locked up. But once you receive salvation, you are no longer a prisoner to sin. You can tell sin, hey, look, get out of my face. You can tell, and I'm going I'm to I'm I'm use it like the, like the old school used it. I'm going to use it like off the streets. Hey, you could tell him like a G. Hey, look, sin, get away from me. Get out my face. You could tell the devil, hey, devil, get out my face. Because you have power. You have authority in Jesus. You ain't got to drink no more. You ain't got to smoke weed no more. You ain't got to do drugs no more. You ain't got to do all that. You can say no because you got the power to say no. What is the power? The Holy Ghost that comes in and abides within you. You might say, well, the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Jesus is all around me. Here I got, look, it's better to have him on the inside of you than just around you. This woman with the issue of blood that dealt with this issue, she dealt with this issue for 12 long years, seeking relief from physician after physician. And she one day heard about Jesus coming in her town. And she crawled to Jesus. And she made up in her mind. This is how I know she made up in her mind. She said, if I can just but touch but the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. I know I'll be made whole. That was her faith being activated. And when she activated her faith and she went and did what her faith told her to, told her to do. When she made up in a conscious decision, I'm not going to live like this no more. I heard about Jesus and I'm going to him. And she crawled to him. She said, but if I could just touch with the hem of his garment, that's the bottom of, of, of that was the bottom of Jesus's robe. And she did that because Jesus, he felt virtue leave him. And he asked, who touched me? And he was surrounded by multitudes of people and and his disciples said, Master, there's a base, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, Master, there's a bunch of people around you. How are you gonna say who, that they're touching you? How are you gonna say who touched me? Because he knew her touch. He knew what she needed. And if you make that conscious decision that I'm not gonna leave here like I came, I'm gonna go to Jesus, I'm gonna touch the hem of his garment. I know I'll be made home. I know I can be delivered from drugs. I know I can be delivered from alcohol. I know I can be delivered from, from fornication. I know I can be delivered from adultery. I know I can be delivered. I know I can be delivered from anything that goes against the will and the word of God. In Jesus' name. I know I can. There was an old story uh, titled The Little Engine That Could and he and he used to say I think I can, I think I can, I think I can well you can say that very same thing once you receive the Holy Ghost you can say I think I can I don't just think, I know I can because the Bible says in Philippians 4 and 13 I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me that's how I know I don't just think it, I know it I know I can achieve my dreams I know I can go after my goals I know in him I live and I move and I have my very being without him nothing is possible but with him all things are possible there's nothing 
The, the Bible says there's no good thing that he will withhold from us. The one that walk up right before him. There's no good thing. No good thing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. We love the fact that we can receive. See, there, 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 there's, 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 there's something about our lives. We want to, some of us want to profess Jesus when we, we want the benefits of Jesus, but we don't want to take on the name. We want the benefits of God. We want the blessings of God. That's the benefit. But we don't want to do the work of God. We don't want to give up the sin, but we want the benefits. Jesus is only asking us to give up the sin. Give up that life. I'm going to tell you like my former pastor used to say when she used to give out the call. She used to say she, he wants a life for a life. A life for a life. He wants your torn, undone life. Your wretched and undone life. He wants to clean you up. He said, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. He wants to set you free today. He whom the sun sets free, that's Jesus, is free indeed. Martin Luther King said it best, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. Well, you can be free today. You can be free. You don't have to be a slave to sin. You don't have to be a slave to the mentality of, 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 of what you're going through. You might be dealing with depression. You don't have to be a slave to depression anymore. You don't have to be a slave to thinking suicidal thoughts. The devil is alive. These are people. People are dealing with these problems now. There's young people dying because they're being bullied. You don't have to deal with that. Do you not understand that there are people that have been in, and, and I feel sorry for these people. Some of these people that go out and cause the, 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 uh, uh, a good example, uh, uh, years and years ago, there was a Columbine shooting. There are people that go on rampages because they done lost something, they done been bullied, they done been hurt in some type of way because they're dealing with that depression. There was a man that was on Facebook. Um, he was going around talking about he, he killed some people. And he went around his, in his car looking for somebody to kill, all because he was dating some, some female and this female broke up with him and he lost his mind. He lost his mind. And he decided that in his mind that, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and take somebody's life because this is hurting me. I want them to feel my pain. But you don't have to live that way. Get rid of it. Give it to Jesus. If there is a celebrity listening to me and you're going through depression, let me tell you something. 
you look just because you have all that money doesn't make a difference doesn't make a difference because money can't buy happiness money can't buy the salvation that God will give you if I'm talking to a celebrity today and you're dealing with depression or you're dealing with drug abuse you can come out of that today. Only thing you need to do is repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Step out of yourself. Give up everything. Look, I dare you just to give up everything. Give up everything that's according to sin. Give up all the sin. If it costs you something, hey, uh, all of that stuff don't matter. All of that stuff don't matter. If it costs you to give up the fame, don't matter. Your soul is more important. And I'll tell a celebrity to a non-celebrity person now. We're going to take a commercial break and we're going to come back and finish talking about this topic on today. Don't leave here like you came. In Jesus' name. Bless you. We'll be right back on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Again, I am blessed to be with you guys on today. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so happy again to be with you guys on today. Um, before we uh, jump back into this topic on today, I want to again say thank you to all of our listeners, to all of our sponsors, to everybody. Y'all know who y'all are. Uh, but we, this is the reason why we do every single listener that listens whether you be in uh, in the United States out of the United States whether you be in Indiana Arizona uh, California wherever you might be uh, whether you be in Florida wherever we thank you for listening to the podcast every We praise God for each and every person that helps us with the podcast. And we thank God for everybody that listens. Um, on today, we have been talking about don't leave here like you came. We've had a lot of uh, things happen. We know that uh, COVID, uh, COVID-19 is still out. We know that we are dealing with the issues of our lives, not just with COVID, but um, there's um, different issues that we deal with. It's life. We have to deal with it. Uh, But the time now, it is now time for us to not leave here like we came. There are a lot of people that are dealing with issues, that are dealing with problems, they're looking for relief of those problems uh, or those issues. And they come to the church. They, they look for it in whatever they might look for it in 
to try to find some relief. And like the topic, uh, like the title of the topic says, don't leave here like you came. I've seen in my own personal life, I've seen people come come to church and they have issues, they're battling with issues, not saying that uh, they're less than, not saying that they're greater, that, that anybody's better than they are. But they leave, they come to the church or they go somewhere, they seek counseling or whatever, and they leave the same way they came in. We have a lot of people that have come into this world, everybody, every single person that is coming to this world, is coming to this world in sin because of the fall of Adam, um, the bloodline of, hum- of humanity, of the bloodline of mankind was tainted with sin because of the disobedience of Adam. And so we have a lot of people coming in this world as babies. Know, babies being born, babies didn't do anything wrong uh, to be uh, in sin. They didn't. They just had to be born. But they're uh, either they come into this world, they grow up, and uh, and we see a lot of people leaving out of here. And um, especially with this uh, COVID nineteen and different other things, and they're leaving here like they came in. It's it's, it's for us as people. And as people of God to uh, be a light for people, it is it is our job to help those that are in need. I'm talking to the church today. I'm talking to uh, that pastor, that elder, that deacon, that that that, that minister. Um, that it is our job to make sure that the needs of the people are met. That the needs of the saints, the needs of the the sinner man, the needs of the man, the needs of the woman, the needs of the children, the needs of that boy, the needs of that girl are met. Not just spiritually, but also naturally as well. Because we deal with issues. Everybody deals with issues. Um, I, me personally, I've seen people and I've heard of people and I've dealt with issues of my own. Uh, throughout uh, my life. So we're not going to come into this world and not have any issues when we leave this world. But it is better for us to seek out ways to help. And I'm talking to the church. And I'm talking to anybody that wants to help. Anybody that wants to help somebody deal with their issues and deal with their problems. Helping somebody, help somebody deal with their issue. Help somebody, if you can help somebody do it. You know, just telling somebody you love them could help Could help somebody. Just telling them, I love you. Just because some people need to hear that. Some people don't even hear the word, I love you. And that could, that, I, I went on, I remember one time I was at my job, and and there was this guy uh, that came through my, that, that came through my job, and, and um, this guy 
will come in every every week, just about every week or every two weeks, and he would come through. And and one time he came through, and he uh, stopped and talked to me, and he said, "You know what? I've been coming up here uh, about every two, just about every week, every two weeks, get get the things that I get, and I watch you." And he said, you don't never, ever complain. You never, ever complain about your work. You never complain about this or that. And he said, if you do, I've never seen it. And he said, That's, that, that helps me. You're always smiling. You're always making somebody laugh. Because I have a saying, if you come through my job and you don't like to laugh or smile it's very dangerous for you to come through because if you come through my job and you see me I'm going to make you laugh or smile whether you want to or not and that's just to bring joy to people and that makes people laugh I, 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 I say it as a joke but I really mean what I'm saying I mean it's, it's, I'm going to make you laugh or smile by the time by the time you get done dealing with me I'm going to make you laugh or smile this is, this is one of the two. All I'm gonna do is make you do both. So that's just little things that that a person can do to help somebody. Just giving them a kind word, just giving them. Uh, 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 if you're a saint, telling somebody, "Praise the Lord, I'm praying for you." You don't have to. You don't have to do nothing extravagant. Just a kind word, a hug. I know we can't. I know we. I know we got a social distance, so we can't give hugs. But if you, you know. Give him a little elbow, you know, with this social distancing or whatever. Or telling somebody that you just love them. That can help somebody not leave here like they came. And these are the things that we need to do as people. Not just saints, not just sinners, but as people. Have love in your heart for somebody else because love can go a long way. And love can actually stop somebody. You see, we see, we hear about the suicide rate. One, one person that comes to mind, very funny, funny person. I, I got to watch a lot of his movies and got to listen to him. Um, I know a lot of his movies were, were very comedy-filled. Comedy uh, the, the late, great Robin Williams. He was very funny. Made you laugh. You would never think in your mind, in the back of your mind, that he was dealing with depression because a person that's depressed, a person that is depressed, doesn't in your in the back of my mind where in the back of my mind I would think a person that's depressed wouldn't be you know would be down would be crying the woe is me and and, and and things like that but you would never think that a person that funny would would be dealing with depression like that and would so go so far as to commit suicide this is why I say, we have to, as the church, we have to get to work. 
because we're dealing with issues. We have a we have a leader that is in office right now that is spewing out venom, spewing out hate, spewing out lies. So we have to understand. We have to understand that we have to learn how to lift somebody up. We got to learn how to take our hand and hold it out there and, and lift somebody up. Lift somebody out of the pig pen of life. Learn to be your brother's keeper. Don't leave them stagnant on the side of the road, but learn how to pick somebody up when they're down. Don't kick them. And maybe you might be that person. You might be that person. We don't know what the world is going to be like in the next 10, 20 years. My, my former pastor always used to say, we don't know what the Lord's going to do after the rapture takes place. You could be the next person the Lord writes about. We don't know. You could be. You could be the next the, the next Moses. You could be the next Aaron that's written about. You could be that the Lord talks about. But we've talked about we've talked about it before, leaving a legacy. What will your legacy be? How do we get to a place where we are helping each other. We got to get to that place, y'all. We got to get to that place. And until we get to that place, until we get to that to that light at the end of the tunnel, um, life, now I'm going to say this, life is not a flower bed of ease because if, if life was easy, everybody would do it. If everybody's life was a flower, if life was a flower bed of ease, man, how this world will be so spoiled. I'm glad that I'm glad life is not a flower bed of ease because you know what? If life was a flower bed of ease, everybody would be spoiled right. Everybody. But I'm happy that everybody's not spoiled. I'm happy everybody does not have a flower bed of ease in life. We go through life, and I'm going to say this, we go through life, we deal with life because of the fact, number one, I've said it before, without a test, there is no testimony. The, the, the issues of our lives help us make us stronger. They help make us stronger. The problems of our life teaches us lessons in life. What to do, what not to do. Help us strategize with life. You're wondering why you're going through. Let me tell you something. You're not going through by mistake. The Lord already knew what you were getting ready to go through before you went through it. If you're in the middle of a test right now, the Lord already knew. But you don't have to leave. You've been dealing, battling with something for days, weeks, months, years, 
you don't have to go in this battle alone. You don't have to do it. You have a God that is able to keep you if you allow him to. You have a God that is able to sustain you. You have a God that is able to keep you from doing crazy stuff that you might want to do in the midst of the test. You have a God. But you have to let him lead. You have to let him guide. So you won't leave the same way you came in. This is this is facts. I'm not speaking any fiction. I'm not speaking anything that, that I haven't done in my life. I know God is a keeper. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, the Bible says. He is a rewarder. He rewards. His rewards are great. I'm going to say that now. God's rewards are great for us. The blessing. And you know what? This is to the saints. There is a lot of people that, that are in the church that want the blessing. Or even, even sinners. Because we get both. A lot of people want the blessing, but they don't want to put in the work to get the blessing. The Bible says faith without works is dead. You believe that you're going to get the blessing, but you don't want to work to get the blessing. Now, do we have to work for salvation? No, we do not. That's one thing that we do not have to work for. But to keep ourselves uh in good standings with God, in the eyesight of God, we have to work. We have to work. We can't expect a blessing if we're not going to work. My 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 wife uh, sometimes tells me, uh, you know, when I want to do something, um, she says, "Well, Adam, you got to do your part too. You got to do your part." And so that's what we have to do. We have to do our part. We have to do our part. When we want a blessing, we have to do our part too. Yes, we serve the God that rains down manna from on high. But we have to do our part. I want to say, um, I didn't get to say at the top of the show, but I want to uh, wish a happy belated happy belated birthday to my new my new four year old and Rashad I love you you are my my youngest my baby boy and I love you so very very much and I thank you for being a part of my life. I, when when the Lord blessed bless me to have you, I when the Lord blessed me to have you, I thank God that He um, gave me an honor to be your dad, and I and I count it an honor and a privilege, and I love you, uh, son. Amen. But 
I want to say this before we go. Before we go, I want to encourage somebody today. I want to encourage you to just stay on the battlefield for the Lord. Stay on the battlefield. Fight the good fight of faith. If you're not on the battlefield for the Lord, get on the battlefield for the Lord. If you feel like your life is not not right, or you think you want to, well, my it's, it's not my time yet. Every day that you live is your time to make it right with God. Because just like the songwriters, um, believers, uh, Johnny Cash said one, Johnny Cash wrote a song and it's called uh, I forget the name of the song but in that song it says sooner or later God's gonna cut us down which means God's hand of mercy is gonna be removed one day God is gonna come back for his bride the bride of Christ the ones that we're ready to meet him. And that, that's for anybody. As it says in First Thessalonians, I believe it's First Thessalonians. It said, in, in the dead in Christ shall rise first. And those that are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. This is the rapture of the church. So Today, I, I beg you, and I don't beg nobody to do anything. I don't beg nobody to do nothing. Sometimes. But I beg you to make your calling and election short on today with the Lord. Make your calling and election short in Jesus' name. Continue to uh, stay, continue to stay uh, prayed up. Continue, continue to wear your masks. Continue uh, to do your social distancing because it is, it, it's, it may not seem like it's working, but it is working. In Jesus' name, I thank God uh, for, even though, even though you might, you might like him, you may not like him, I thank God because the Bible says uh, pray for our leaders. So I do pray for uh, President Donald Trump because he is the leader of the free world. Um, But, you know, we do have an election coming up in November. I do encourage you uh, to get out and vote. Uh, you can early vote. Um, you can uh, uh, mail-in vote. Um, I encourage you. I don't care what party you're voting for. I don't care who you're voting for. I don't care. I don't care who you're voting for. You have that right, as my wife, as my wife says, you have that right as an American citizen to go out and vote. Whether you're voting for Donald Trump, whether you're voting for Joe Biden, whoever, you have that right. And, and um, 
underneath the uh, underneath the Constitution of the United States that gave you that right. So I I encourage everybody, whatever color, creed, religion you are, to go out and vote. Like I said, continue to wear your mask, continue to social distance, and continue to uh, sanitize, wash your hands, and different things like that. So when we make it through, on the other side of this, when we make it through on the other side of this, on the other side of this battle, we'll be able to go forth in victory in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. I love each and every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. As it states in Acts 2 and 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the only way to see the Lord's face in peace. This is the only way biblically and Bible-based to uh, see him one day. And I also want to uh, give a special shout out to my other son, um, David, who was actually uh, baptized on this past Sunday. Um, went went to a a, uh, a church and he was baptized in Jesus' name. He went down, uh, and I thank God for him uh, making that step, um, going down in Jesus' name. He went down in the water. Uh, he repented and went down in the water, and we're we're looking for the Lord uh, to um, to uh, fill him uh, with the Holy Ghost. So just just pray for him, pray for my son, pray for my family, uh, pray for it, pray for the world, y'all, because this world is man, it's corrupt. But we're gonna make it through in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. And until next week, or until next time, if I don't, if you don't hear my voice again, as my grandmother, as my uh, grandmother used to uh, say, if I don't see you again, I will see you in the rapture, in Jesus' name. God bless you, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is founder and pastor of Triumph in Faith Apostolic Church, William A. Tuggle III, 2950 North High School Road, here in the beautiful city of Indianapolis, Indiana. All are welcome to every service and any service that we have. Sunday school begins at 11.30 a.m. morning worship immediately following, where Jesus is the center of attraction. All are welcome to attend in Jesus' name.